Hi, this is Aaron Sigerman, CEO of Redcon One, and the opinions and views inside Meathead Nation podcast do absolutely not reflect the views and opinions of Redcon One. In fact, they're probably quite opposite and contrary to ours. So I don't know uh, who authorized this podcast. Nobody asked me, but yeah, here they are. Did you, did you see that photo? The what photo? We're, we're recording, by the way. Oh, welcome back, fuckers. Meathead Nation. Podcast, episode 11. Episode 11. Welcome to the Nation Podcast. All right, so what do we got? What's going on? What's the deal? We got to plug the transformation, duh. So the transformation, we got... You think people know by now what the hell's yeah, going on? Yeah, so they know the transformation challenge. You have about a week left to enter. How, how many pounds do you got? Um, 10. Oh, I beat you. I'm down oh, 11. Oh, you got me? I'm down 11. How about that? Yeah, what percent are you down, though? Don't even know. Okay, I'm not going moving that. on. I'm exactly. Not going with that. <laughs> moving on. So, um, if you're, because a lot of people like mid transformation right now. So a lot of people might be starting. A lot of people halfway through. Well, they got to what thirty first to enter. Yeah. So if you're one of these late late ones, use me head twenty save twenty percent off your stacks. Get your stack. Get your ticket. Get I'm it going. I'm pretty sure they can use the me head twenty to save twenty percent yeah. off off yeah. ticket too though, right? Yeah, everything on the site. Everything on the site. So. Get it going. What are you waiting for? Do it now. Kill me. And if you don't get that reference, please stop. Yeah, stop us. listening. I didn't do the accent though. I, yeah, but come matter. on, meathead, do it now. Do it kill, now me. kill me, kill me. All right. So what do we got going on <clears> this week? This is a very bodybuilding full episode because I don't. I feel like we haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, time. we or we talk about a lot of other shit, and this is a bodybuilding podcast. Yep, we are meatheads, so. I really want to get into the whole classic physique versus the open division. Yeah, so the news that kind of sparked this was Regan Grimes, the Regan Grimes saga. Saga. So how did it all start? Kid kind of came out of nowhere, young guy, 24, 25. He's very big on social media. Yeah, big on social media. Great physique. we don't see a lot of – because so obviously you have the top 10 guys that are going to be huge on social media. You know, Phil Heath, Kai Green, these guys are going to have huge followers. But once you get past that – upper echelon there's a lot of really good uh really good talent out there in the bodybuilding world that has no social media following really i agree and then you have on the other side huge social media followings and everyone's like oh what the fuck he looks so good why doesn't he compete Eh, it doesn't really work that way most of the time right however regan grimes is like the best of both worlds is he started off with big social media following turned pro very easily got second in his first pro show He's got a great physique. Great physique. So uh, what happened? He got uh, he was working with Chris Cito. Then he went to the Camel Crew. Then he went to the Camel Crew. Then he went back to America. Yeah, and now he's trans transforming to classic physique. Yeah, right. So he's going into Keep classic playing. physique. So he's downsizing. So he's not the biggest guy to start out with. No, but he was pushing three hundred pounds in fucking Kuwait. But he looked like a bloated tick. Yeah, looked like it did not look yeah, good. Yeah, didn't look good. So citing health reasons. Honestly, I think it's more – a lot of these guys, these these Instagram bodybuilders that get like super famous on social media and then they compete and they don't get like – they don't win right off the bat. Yeah. I feel like they're They just, get discouraged. Yeah. That's what I – I mean it could be completely bullshit but I feel that's what's going on. I'm not saying that's re, what's Regan doing but I feel like a lot of these guys are doing that and it's just like they don't want to put the time and the effort in. You know what I mean? So is it that he doesn't want to put the time and the effort in or he just wants to do what's going to – Make him successful because, I mean, there's two ways to look at the sport of bodybuilding. You can say this is something I'm passionate about, something I want to pursue. I want to be Mr. Olympia. Or you can look at it like a business and say what's going to drive my business the most. True, but 
I, I also think that's another thing is he was kind of falling out of the limelight a little bit, so I feel like just put him back in the public eye. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like, you know. But to me, it's like you got into this because you want to be a bodybuilder. You want to be Mr. Olympia. You want to be the Mr. Olympia. You want to be the man. You want to be the fucking Phil Heath, the Arnolds, like the Dorian Yates. Like you want to be. But how do we that know that classic physique isn't going to be the new the That's man? Never going to be because there's no, there was never an Arnold. There's no nostalgia there. There's no history. Yeah, that'll never be Mr. Olympia over Mr. Olympia. If that makes sense. So I mean, to me, these divisions are always changing. The judging yeah. criteria is always it changes with the times in a good way and a bad way. Like yep. for example, the guts the guts are getting marked down now. Right. You know, classic physique could become the next thing. It I could mean. Be, I agree with you because I do – I enjoy the physiques and classic physique better. I just wish they called it classic body, bodybuilding. Yeah, I think a lot needs to change in the division for it to – for the winner to be considered the man. To you me, you I mean? had the best idea when you were t- we were talking about this off air. What, ditch the weight classes? They, height it, height yep. classes only? Height classes only. Because to me, the weight classes just, I don't know, steer people away from it maybe. Well, leave that for the open and 212 guys. Yeah, just make part of the judging criteria. Look, if you're too big, you're too big. Right. You know what I mean? It's any height. Because that's what would separate the two is the height and the weight. Right. So classic now, for those of you who don't know, it's really weird because there's height classes, but there's a weight maximum for every height. So men's open bodybuilding, doesn't matter how tall you are, you're over 200 pounds, you're in this. You're over 212, you're that. It's, it's weight only. Right. And then for girls, it's height only. Right. So then classic is just this only – only division that has weight and height and i'm not gonna lie that shit is confusing as fuck when you first get into it right like i have to just find a judge and be like uh dude i'm five nine what do i have to weigh like i don't get it <laughs> and so um we saw a really good did you watch the whole debate the iron debate yeah you so you told me it was good so then i checked it out yeah it, it is very good. rare that i will watch Artists a 39 minute youtube video yeah Especially on bodybuilding. Usually it's like an an episode of a show, (laughs) if I'll ever watch a show that long. But it's like, so the Iron Debate was about Regan Grimes, but it turned into kind of what we're talking about now, just an overall uh, kind of reassessment of the issues. Yeah, it had Sergio Olivia Jr. Sergio Olivia Jr. Jose Raymond. Jose Raymond. Fuad Abiyad. And then Dave Palumbo was like the moderator. Yeah, and then they had that other guy from our response. What's his name? Oh, the intro guy? Yeah. I don't know, but you know so, what uh, to, was, did this debate seem one-sided to you? Because it was three open bodybuilders talking about. Yeah, they should have had someone. Cla- they should have had someone from Classic, in my opinion. Yeah. Now but, thinking about it, they should have had Breon because he used to compete. in yeah. twelve, and now he's. But classic. to me, it wasn't that big of a deal because they were all so respectful of it. Yeah. No one was really shitting on Classic physique, but they made some good points because at the end of the day, men's open bodybuilding—that is the showstopper. You know what I mean? If I'm looking at bodybuilders of all divisions, classic physique is what I personally want to look like. It's what I think bodybuilding should be, da-da-da. But fucking Phil Heath comes on stage, poses down next to Big Ramy. Right. That's fucking game over. There's not one human being in the world that's not going to look at it and then at least be intrigued. You might be disgusted. You might be, oh, that's gross. or steroids, this and that. Anybody anybody in the world that looks at Phil Heath is going to have something to fucking say. And that's why that's it. Bodybuilding is the end-all be-all right now. Let's put it this way. Are you going to buy tickets to go see Phil Heath versus Kai Green, or are you going to buy tickets to go see Chris Bumstead versus Breon? It's Kai Green and Phil Heath. I mean, you're not asking the right person because I would buy tickets for both. No, I know. But if you, were to, if you were to ask someone like my parents or like right. just some random person you on the street, freak show, you that's what I mean. It's like working hard. Is it all goes back to just the entertainment industry. Right. And 
You know what I mean? What movies make the most money? The ones with the most explosions. Right. That's what you know shit on superhero movies. What movies what movie's going to make the most money this year? The Avengers with 40 fucking star actors in it that could star in their own movie. You yep. know what I mean? Is bigger is always just going to mean better. Not, yeah, necessarily, not necessarily better, necessarily just more money. money. And that's what it always boils down to is just what's going to make more money. But moving on from Regan, let's talk about Cody Montgomery. Cody Montgomery switching to classic physique. So Which, I mean, I agree with it because he's never going to be a fucking 260-pound monster on no. stage. He just doesn't have the genetic but, structure. Or so here, here's here's the argument. People that are sour towards classic physique are going to say that everybody is taking this easy option out. See, I don't, Which a lot of people probably are. There's a lot of people I see that are like, they want to be bodybuilders, and then once classic physique came out, they just hopped on that classic physique train. It made me want to fucking come back and compete. Well, no, no, no. You're, you're not what I'm talking about. That's like a good example. What I'm talking about is the bad examples. I'm talking about these people who don't have classic physiques at all. Oh, right. They look like balls. Right. But because they're not big enough, like they see classic physique as just a smaller version of bodybuilding. Right. And at the local and even the, the national level, it's kind of going to be like that. You're not really going to see the separation divisions until you get to a pro stage and you see the smaller V-taper guys and then you see the mass monsters. If you go to the fucking Joe, Joe's Crab Shack Classic, you're going to see fucking <laughs> bodybuilding. You're going to see – I guarantee you, go to any local show. Go into the tanning place. Try not to look at their dicks, but look at their physiques. Look them in the eyes. You are not going to be able to not tell – you are not going to correctly be able to guess – 50% of what division everyone's doing. No, You're going to look at a guy, track. oh, he's he's big. He's doing bodybuilding. He's V-tapered. He's doing classic. Uh, oh, he shit. has – you're, you're going to be fucking so wrong. I'm not sure you did that I was at. I couldn't tell who was who. Exactly. It's because at a local level, these divisions are just all over the place. And sadly, people are just choosing the one they think they're going to do better at. Right. And they're not doing the one that they just want to look like. No. Most guys that go in, if they see that there's a higher chance of them winning classic physique, they're going to go and do that. Yeah, but to me, a lot of local shows, um, classics harder. Yeah, because there's, there's more people in it. I feel like, like more, more. You do people some bodybuilding shows now. You can win the, you know, you get third out of three place in the right. fucking open or something. You do classic physique, it's like twenty people. Right. So, I don't know. Is that just part of how the sport works? Is that you the 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 lower levels are kind of just a filter? Is it always going to be a clusterfuck like that? Always going to be. It's always been a clusterfuck. Yeah. Even though it was just fucking bodybuilding. It's always yeah, been so it's always going to be. Like I don't that. think it's that that is ever going to change. No. But, you know, so you have some people like me. I didn't do bodybuilding again until Class Physique came out. Right. Because I knew that was for me. But then I think a lot of people are going to just switch because it's easier, you know? And that's is what they're saying see, in this interview. I don't know. Is it easier or is it just because there's less drugs involved with it? It's faster. You know what I mean? That yeah, okay. I'll give you, you can, that. You That's can, what I mean. Like patience. You can you have that patience. Like let's say let's say you're you're gonna be a top level bodybuilder anyway. You cut it. You just have the genetics. You have the drive. You have the fucking discipline. You know you got to figure a good classic physique could take maybe half the time, maybe even less than a bodybuilding right. physique. Well, look at like like Dexter Jackson. Yeah. Guy turned pro what welterweight or bantamweight? Yeah. Ended up becoming Mister Olympia. Yeah, that's one of the most pro sure. That's what I'm saying. Most of these guys nowadays, they don't have that. They want this quick fix. You know who else is like it's that? Um, Sean, Sean Clarita. Yeah. He turned pro yes. at like 135, competed at like 170. Gain, dude gains like five pounds every year, but he looks fucking great. He looks great. And he's a 212 now, and he's kind of getting up there in terms of how competitive it's he cool is. It's cool to see him finally get like his just due because I remember just seeing him at like the powerhouse fucking animal pack seminar that we had at yeah. ABC. 
And yeah. he was just like normal dude, like that just loved competing. And yeah, he but he's somebody that stuck with it. Right. I think a lot of the, like a lot of these younger guys, they get so fucking discouraged. Like they're just like, oh, why am I not this yet? Why am I not that? Again, this other kid. I think it's because of social media, man. And I, coming from a social media guy, I feel like that's what's ruining the sport. It's helping the sport grow, but it's also ruining the, the Bro, sport. Bro, Instagram is ruining the sport. It is mm-hmm. just creating a fan base that is so unrealistic in what to expect and how they look. They're looking at Photoshopped pictures. They're looking at fake news. Right, exactly. Fake news. And it's like, you know... It's they're looking at the, the what really pissed me off on Instagram is to me it should be um, chronological. Yeah, you know you do a throwback every now and then, but you got to say when it's a throwback. You know what I mean? If you look right. at a lot of these people now, they're just sporadically posting modeling shots from like six or seven years yeah. ago. They could be sitting in fucking a trailer park with a beer gut and a beard, and they just looked good a few years ago, and they're posting all this shit. You don't fucking know. What's well, my thing is like I've been trying to like put stuff up on the Arnold Sports Instagram. Yeah. And I can't tell what's from this year or from last year because yeah. a lot of these people, they don't put up like recent photos of them getting ready for the Arnold. Or it's just like a gym picture just, and the yeah. caption is just like, realize your dreams. Yeah. I don't understand that bullshit either. Yeah. Let's talk about that real quick before we move on to anything. Fitzbos. It's, fucking, it's all these fake wannabe Fitzbos that have like 2,000 fucking followers and they get some phrase in their inbox and then they go out there and put it up like, oh my God, I love all my followers. If you're What is that all about? First of all... Ugh, it's just like why is this a trend? Why does anybody? Why does everybody think they're? I, I feel I feel bad for the people that are actually messaging them and then get called a follower and they're like, dude, what the fuck? I thought we were friends. It's just like yeah, it's well, probably like someone they sat next to in fucking health class in eleventh grade and they're like, oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. My now. biggest thing is is like, yo, if you're gonna shout this person out, why are you blocking out their name? Yeah, why? Because they got sense. they got the same last name as you, probably. Right. <laughs> it's like if you fucking inbox me and you give me praise and then I fucking block it out, like, oh my god, my fans are awesome. Yeah, it's just so like. And why can't you just accept the praise and move on? Why do you have to let everybody know that you have people inboxing you these nice things? Because everybody wants to feel like they're fucking special. Uh, It's just like if you got to try, it means you got to try to me. You know what I mean? Like if you're really this special person that everyone's praising, it's going to show. It's – you don't need to fucking – You don't need to talk about it. You don't need to take a picture every time one of your clients gets you a Starbucks gift card, show how good of a trainer you are. It's just – just. Do your shit, man. Some moments just need to be left between you and that person. Exactly. That's, that's society nowadays. Everybody wants to show off that their life is so awesome. Yeah, I just wish more people could see through it. Because me, I fucking laugh when I look at some people's pages. Oh I'm like, God. holy shit. Especially people we know, dude. Because it's like, I'm just like, holy shit, you must be so unhappy. <laughs> and it's like, but, and then I laugh because I know other people are looking at the same thing as me. And they don't get it. And I, I almost feel bad. Is I'm just like wow, I'm looking at this and I'm just laughing at you, but someone else is looking at this and they're fucking sad. They're like, wow, why is my life like that? Why? And it sucks. I'm like, your fucking goal is to make people unhappy, basically. Right. Your goal on social media is to make people look at you and be jealous and unhappy, but it's just just bullshit. Well, it just goes back to the whole shred thing. Like, all these fake photos set up in these fake photo shoots and these bullshit condos that they rented out for two hours. Yeah, that probably got splooged on because the only other purpose they used to the condo is to film porn. That's exactly right. And and I feel like everybody's just doing that with their bullshit lives nowadays. So you don't, nobody knows what's real and what's fake. I know. Or it's like, you know what gets me is when somebody gets like dumped or they dump their girlfriend and then they got to take a picture with another girl to make them jealous. Yeah. I'm just like, like – How petty do you get? But like I've done that before. I, I've never done it on Instagram. I've 100% I've tweeted done it before. that. I've tweeted it. Here's why I think that's dumb. I did that before. 
And then I got contacted by the girl who I was trying to make jealous. And she yeah. was like, I remember seeing that picture of you with so-and-so and it really made me feel like shit. And I was like sitting there. I'm like, wow, I made someone I care about feel like shit. That didn't feel very good. I'm not going to do that anymore. But like these people, they don't fucking – because it turns into a war. It turns right. into like a you did this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then before you know it, you're doing shit that you, you, you wouldn't normally do. Right. But it's like – People get gassed up on social media, man. Just – Oh, I just do your shit. Just, live your just do life. things that are you think are going to be beneficial for you, and the results will show. I think I've talked about this before on the show, but it's like I post mainly like meathead type shit on my Instagram, yeah, because that's what people like from me, and I make fun of a lot of Fitzbos. That's who I am, though. Yeah, I keep like my personal shit with like Christine and stuff like that. I keep that between us because I'd rather just have the memories than a bunch of fucking photos for Instagram. Dude, it gets like really taxing, like having to Instagram every little thing you do. Right. Like when you're with someone and they're like, you go out to dinner and it's like, dude, sometimes I just want to go out to dinner and go home. And like, I don't want to have to worry about taking a picture with the food. I just want to eat the fucking food the second it hits the table. I know you hate when I slap the table. I know. But it's like... (laughs) It, it, it's, it gets really tiring living in the Instagram world where you have to Instagram every little single thing you do. Like, I just like doing shit and moving on with my life now. Right. I do the food thing just because I like to show people, like, look at this fucking epicness that's about to go on my body. Yeah. It's usually pretty gross. Though. Yeah. But it's like... The amount. I honestly, at this point, dude, I just like do it. If, if I can do something and it's not Instagram, I'm just... I feel so happy. Right. If I can just go to the gym one time and not have to take a fucking picture or something and... Oh, we've done that. We've trained together before. It's just nice, man. Not even spoken one word to each other. It's like some of these people. I'm just like you are fucking mentally wearing yourself out just to just to keep up with this demand on your Instagram. You know what I mean? It's like just just live your fucking life. So back to the subject again. Let's talk about Sergio. Yes, that's. I was gonna bring that up, Sergio. So Sergio's the man. He's the one man army defending the honor of bodybuilding. He put it on his shoulders and just kind of ran with it. So Sergio's like. He's, in my opinion, like legacy. That's his whole fucking. Yeah, that's, that's a perfect thing. thing. It's like he, his dad is Mr. Olympia. Right. He's the only person right now in contention for being part of the first ever father son Olympia duo. Yeah. Like, how fucking crazy is that? I never thought of that. That's what I mean. That's no, that's his goal. Nuts. He's Holy like, shit. he's like, I want to win Mr. Olympia so that me and my dad can be the first. Like, if you think Boy. about U.S. presidents, yeah. like, there's the two Bushes. There's. Uh, I think there's another father-son president duo, isn't there? I don't think so. Like, there's got to be another one, but usually like, you know this shit. You're a history. Yeah, guy. I know. But like, how cool is that? Like Bush Junior and Bush Senior yeah. were both the president. Both Sergio Olivas are going to be fucking Mister Olympia one day. Maybe who knows? Possibly. But um, as long as Sergio sticks at it and puts on quality size every year, yeah, doesn't get that bloated gut. He good. looks good, man. And you know what it is? Is he's uh, he's really uh, like athletic. Yeah. Like I saw the guy guest pose. He was hitting splits. He was like, oh yeah, crazy shit. Plus, man. you know, he liked the fact that we gave him a nice shot out when he turned pro. Yeah. Kudos to you on that. No, it wasn't when he turned pro. It was when he won the New York. Pro. Oh, New York pro. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, he's a cool dude. I kind of uh, I'll like message him every now and then on Instagram. He always replies. Um, met him in uh, Connecticut. Well, yeah, you guys had a both joint partnership when you were doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but he's super cool with his fans, um, from what I can tell. Yeah, from what I can tell, he's very uh he doesn't believe his own hype. 
He's he, very humble. He believes in himself. Don't get no, me wrong. No, I mean, like, he's not carrying himself like he's God's gift to fucking yeah. bodybuilding. But um, he's also, like, he is living the bodybuilding dream. I mean, he lives in... 100%. Lives in Venice Beach. Or I don't know if he lives in Venice Beach exactly, but he lives near Venice Beach, like, gets to train at the Gold's Gym there, like... He's, living life. he's got his own fucking clothing company. Like he's doing, yeah. doing cool. the damn thing. So uh, him and Regan Grimes uh, must have had some kind of falling out. Yeah, because he was just going off. Yeah, I, I mean, respect it though. I mean, shit, he has his opinion. He stuck by it. So yeah, but he wasn't just like he wasn't like he has a small penis. Like he no, was yeah. making legitimate. Yeah, fucking legitimate points. Yeah, he was so, just speaking out of pure. What really got me is when he was he said Regan Grimes had hashtagged. Uh, Hashtag the real division or the real bodybuilding. Yeah. And Sergio Oliva was like, that is the biggest dumping pile of shit I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah, and then he deleted it after. Like, be a man. Like, just leave your shit up there. Fucking own up to your actions, kid. So I want to hear the Regan Grimes uh, I rebuttal. Think, I don't think there ever will be. No. Regan doesn't seem like a kind Do of you know what I want to see? Remember when uh, the HBO, you see the boxing matches? Yeah. They had that, uh, that show with the backwards chairs facing yeah. each other. I want to see that with Regan Grimes and Sergio Oliva Jr. My thing is, do you think this is legit, or did, did Regan and Sergio talk, and then they're just going to play the sauce, and then they both get more publicity? Dude, honestly, like, I know when someone's hyped up, and... I mean, he looks hyped. That's dude. what I mean, is like, I don't know how good of an actor Sergio Oliva Jr. is, but it looked pretty genuine from where I was sitting. Maybe we could find out at the Arnold. Maybe we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll ask him. We'll find out. Because, you know, I think it would be cool... I don't think we've ever seen like real animosity be handled on stage. Like really? I want to see these two go at it, and then one of them either yeah, move up or move down a division. Yeah, like, but like, each other. Eh, I want these two talking shit for months and being like, "Oh, you think you look so fucking good? Why don't you meet me at the fucking uh, New York Pro next year?" Right, and then see them actually go on stage. I think that'd be cool because that never happens. I think they should do what Dave Palumbo said. At the end of the Olympia, at the end of the Arnold, or any pro show, do a pose down. Pose down with all divisions. Because, like, if you watch the UFC, like, there there will be fights arranged of people who legitimately hate each other. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's probably fake. But, I mean, if I'm sitting here and I'm the president of the IFBB and there's two guys going at it on each other on social media, I'm going to fucking call them up and be like, will you guys yeah. agree to a show, please? You like, your best Vince McMahon jacket on. Yeah. Like, dude, that's a win-win for everybody, that. man. Like, unless you lose and you... You're the first yeah, person like, to ever like, like lose a show like that. Dana White will put these two guys that hate each other, and then at the end of the night, yeah, they, they gain each other's and, respect, yeah. and the the and then that ends five minutes later, and they talk shit again. But you know, they can do the same thing on a bodybuilding stage. It'll make money, man. It'll get people interested. But I mean, I don't know how you really promote that, because it's just like you have an open guy going against the classic. Well, that's guy. what I mean. Is somebody would have to, uh, somebody would have to compromise, right? Or it could be unsanctioned. They could just bring them both out when they're kind of in shape at another show. It could be like a halftime so show or? type thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it like, doesn't even have to judges? be. A, yeah, why not? Fuck it. Who cares? Kind of cool. It's not like this shit's regulated by the government. <laughs> it's not like there's fucking drug tests and an <laughs> athletic point. commission. Good point. These are literally just like events sanctioned by a private company. At fucking yeah, high school gymnasiums, yeah, like <laughs> like we don't exactly have a lot of laws we have to abide by to right. organize something like this. We right. could just do whatever the fuck we want. You're pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Hopefully, we'll get some. Okay, I just want to talk about the shining star of the whole interview debate, Jose. Jose Raymond. How baked was he? I don't want to say baked, but he had to have been. Come on. 
I mean, I could. He like, was so laid back, so smiley. He's always so nice, regardless. I mean, I could smell the marijuana from my couch. So <laughs> yes, I don't even know if Jose is an advocate of that or not, but he just seemed very, um, very chill. He well. seemed like the the last hour of a four hour high when you're just kind of like nothing can bother you, but you're not like. And we're not saying Jose idiot. is an advocate. We're just saying that it seemed like he was. But that brings me up to my next point: is I've noticed that. Marijuana is very, very big in the bodybuilding community now. Very open. I think and it's. Uh, you think it's open and accepted? See, I think it's one of the biggest secrets in bodybuilding. You because is that all these guys are just massive potheads. There's a lot. I'm not gonna name any names, but there's a lot of fucking yeah. potheads in this industry. Like people who portray themselves as hardcore and this, this, and that, and they're just fucking huge potheads. And there's nothing wrong with that. What do you think? Because uh, there's got to be some. Correlation. I have nothing against. There's got to be some correlation. Or so what do you think it is? You think a that lot they of people have... I talk to they one it helps with them off season to eat. Okay. Two, it helps them focus before they train. Like some of these guys, they have like hit a bowl and then they have some coffee and they're fucking zoned in. Yeah. I've never actually personally done that, so I don't know if that's true or not. I've had a one of my boys back in the day. He used to do smoke a fucking bowl for every single workout. And he said he was more focused in than any pre-workout he's ever taken in his entire life. Yeah, you're more focused on, like, something on your phone for seven minutes and you realize you haven't done oh, a set. This is before, like, cell phones or smartphones. Oh, okay. This is a flip phone back in the day. That's how old this is. I'm saying. Yeah, but, I mean, you're you're more focused on, like, uh, you know, like, fucking what's a Taco Bell after the yeah, workout. No, you I know. know. He would literally just sit there and just curl and curl and curl for a fucking full hour. So to, so to me, the marijuana has a few benefits in bodybuilding. Let's say you're you're you know a career guy. You're gonna have a lot of injuries. Right, weed's gonna help with yep. that. Um, if you're depending on what kind of drugs, supplements, all that you're taking, you're probably gonna have some trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. The marijuana is gonna help with that too. Just generally being relaxed, because obviously we got the roid rage aspect of it. We got the you know there. It's just gonna help you chill out. The roid rage. That's completely. Blown out of proportion. Yeah. If you're an asshole and you fucking start juicing, it's just going to make you a bigger asshole. That's all it is. You're not going to start juicing and become like a fucking psychopath. I know some people that have gone on cycles and they're like less of assholes. Because they're like finally big and they don't have anything to be upset about anymore. They're like not a skinny little fuck anymore with something to prove. Yeah, they finally found found something to do. Let's talk about that too. Like, okay, first of all, the juice isn't going to shrink your dick. It shrinks your nuts, okay? Temporarily. That's it. They come back. If you don't know anything about this, go just check Rich Piano's video. Ask any girl. She likes big balls. Yeah, you're going to get a big fat nose. She's not going to care. Big hairy balls. What are you doing? Putting a ball in? Yeah. Like rubbing your balls on her face? That was something as a kid I thought would be very a very crucial uh, part of sex would be my balls. Right. It's really not. No, it's not. They're kind of just, just, just there. there. They're hanging out. They're just decoration. <laughs> decoration. It's like two little, on a Christmas two tree. little Christmas tree ornaments. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I think a lot of these guys are doing it. I think it's, so too. It's getting so like legal. I know more than at least a dozen. Do you know what's crazy though is like none of the girls do it, as far as I know. As far as I know, yeah, you're right. Like I can't really think of any girls that are competitors at smoke. I think it's because their food portions are so much smaller that like right. Because I've heard girls be like, oh, my God, if I smoke, I'm going to eat, like, fucking a bag of McDonald's or right. something. Yeah. Oh, I agree. But, again, we're not advocating it. We're not against it. We're not for it. You're I'm advocating saying. it. You you advocate okay. whatever you want. I'm advocating it. You do it. I don't give a fuck. I have no problem with it. 
I'm just saying, Redcon 1 is not advocating it. Just do it where it's legal. How about that? So, what, like Amsterdam? Oh, it's legal in America now. It's legal California. in California. Every state. It's legal in, like, so many states. Is it, is it here? No, I don't think it's legal in Florida yet. Not Connecticut yet. Right? Legal in Massachusetts now. Massachusetts. Except right. none of the stores are open. Right. And you can only buy it at stores, so it's really not legal. Um, Colorado is, like, the first big place. Obviously. I think California now? I thought they were the first. No, they were the first to have... Uh, Go to the shops like and decriminalized or whatever. As long as you have. I know medical marijuana. They were the first to have medical, medical marijuana. marijuana. Which is like, which is like such a joke now to get. Yeah. Like you can be like, oh my god, my my marijuana bag is empty. I need medical marijuana, and they'll like give you. Oh my god, marijuana. I jammed my pinky finger. Yeah. Any excuse. I have anxiety. Used to say, yeah, you have anxiety. Can't yeah. sleep. You can't eat well, enough. Because Connecticut, um, you can get medical marijuana. But the the list of reasons to get it is so short. You I basically you thing. basically have to be with a terminal illness to get medical marijuana in Connecticut. I mean, I guess that I makes think sense. the only non-terminal illness, or no, the only like psychological one you can have is PTSD, and then all the other ones you have to have like an actual identifiable medical issue. Like you can't just kind of bullshit and be like, "Oh, I can't I can't focus in school." Right. But moving on. I want to talk about our top five bodybuilders besides Arnold, obviously. Yes. But mine, it's not. it doesn't have really anything to do with physique. You could be physique. It could be personality. It doesn't have to be like just because they're such a great competitive bodybuilder. You so what's your criteria? For your, so obviously we left Arnold off this list because Arnold should be everyone's number one on everyone's top it. five list. Yeah. He's, be, he's beyond this list. Arnold is what – Hulk Hogan is so this is story. this is this is top six minus your number one. This is this is top two through six right here. No particular order. So what's your criteria? Somebody that I, I want to watch one okay. compete. Two that has a good personality. Somebody that I get like hyped up when I watch and train. Whether it's YouTube or DVDs, yeah, DVDs. That's basically it. Somebody that right. I actually feel, like actually enjoy. All right, let's hear it. Want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Ronnie Coleman. Okay, obviously. Okay. Who's better than Ronnie? No one. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. He has, to me, the best mind for building a business in the bodybuilding world. Okay. He could sell anything. All right. Well, let's go over all of the, the list, then we'll go over each person. Okay. Fuad. Oh, I just, I like, okay. I like the way Fuad trains. I like the way he handles himself. He's been doing this shit for a long time now, and he keeps getting better and better. He's always been cool to me, too, so it's just like he treats Because that's fans. tough, too, because you can, you can get a... Top 10 physique, but fucking improving. Right. You know, a lot of guys improve just because people retire. Like, right. they'll move up in Olympia placing because, like, Ronnie Coleman retired. But, like, to to make – how old is he, 40? I don't think he's that old yet. No. But, I don't know. I mean, to make progress after, like, 32, if you if you turn pro in your early 20s like right. he did, that's fucking tough. I like a lot the way of these he trains. Just the way he puts out his content is good. And going with that same thing, Dusty. Dusty okay, so that's your fifth, Dusty? Well, no, that was only four. That's four? All this right, one, this one I know you're not going to like. All right. And then I got Yates. Ah, fuck Dorian Yates. Yates. Guy, come on. He changed the game back in the night. Okay, he's a fucking... His training, okay. He, he doesn't think the Holocaust exists. I'm just talking about bodybuilding, though. doesn't think the Holocaust happened. I know, but his DVD is one of my all-time Ugh. favorite DVDs. All right. Just here's for the my, pure training aspect. Here's my top five list. It's pretty predictable. Um, Ronnie Coleman. Yep. Uh, Kai Green. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Flex oh. Lewis. Oh, Flex. Yeah. Flex Lewis. I didn't put him in there. Uh, then just Jay Cutler and Phil Heath. There you go. So I was kind Phil of thinking. Too. Yeah. Well, okay. mine, mine was a little different than yours because mine was like kind of like my in my head, like my bodybuilding Mount, well, see, Mount Rushmore. Flex, and this isn't me name dropping or anything like that, but yeah. just, Flex is my buddy. Yeah, it's kind of weird to put him on I see him like every day. Yeah. I mean, it's, I try but it's like, gym. so to me, Ronnie Coleman was on both our lists. Yeah. He is the fucking man. Like, Absolutely. there is not another human being on earth besides maybe Dallas that has ever done right. the crazy amount of weight he has leading up to a show. This motherfucker like, would have was that what was it black IP? Yeah, every every night for dinner. Like his diet was hilarious. He would be That's six weeks out from the Olympia, going to the same barbecue restaurant every day, putting barbecue shit. sauce on his food, deadlifting, fucking what are you deadlifting? Pounds and squatting eight hundred pounds. Squatting eight hundred pounds as he's getting ready for the Olympia. Yeah, just like ridiculous. So then, just who, his personality too alone, dude. Like meeting him for the first time was epic. He was just so, like, not – like, you have all these guys trying to be so hardcore and so badass. And then it's just – he's just him. He's laughing. He's going out to eat. He's, he's fucking chilling at home. Like, he didn't Remember need to – Remember his banana suit? Yeah. His yellow spandex with yeah. his top. Like, he was the – to me, the only motherfucker that can wear tights and probably can get away with it. And I was like a fucking idiot. So who, Dallas, else, who, Dallas else did we, who else did we both have on the list that Jay? were the same? So Jay Cutler. Yep. My favorite Jay Cutler video is when they do like a Cribs episode. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, welcome to my house. And they he turns on the TV and there's just porn playing. Just porn playing. And he blames on the cameraman. He's yeah. like, oh, sorry. I think the cameraman was watching something before you came in. <laughs> and then he opens the fridge and he's got like all the growth hormone vials in the fridge. And he just plays like he's just, oh, it's just hilarious. Jay's just Jay. He just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Just, and he's still as popular, if not more, now, even after he retired. Yeah, he's got the businesses. And he's still fucking jacked up. Yeah, he looks good. He downsized a little bit, but he's still like, shredded. Yeah. And he still has like the shape. He looks good. Like He's one guy that I actually, I'll look at and see his stories and be like, okay, I'm in the mood to go train. Because he's not doing like the crazy weight anymore or anything like that, but he's just solid training. What's funny is um, people showed up to his appearances at like stores thinking he was Jay Cutler, the quarterback. And they're so stupid. They they meet him and they're like, "Oh my god, Jacolor! I'm such a fucking I don't even know what is he on the Bears. I think is, is, is he still on the Bears. I have no fucking clue. Like Bears they still is. think he's Jay Cutler. Yeah, I think he's more popular than one hundred than the football player Jay Cutler. I think he's got more money than the football. Because because he he was the Jay Cutler was never the top NFL. It's not like Jay Cutler's like Tom Brady, right? And Jay Cutler was the Tom Brady of bodybuilding right. at one point. Oh no no, he's in the Dolphins. What am I talking about? Oh, he's in the Dolphins now. Yeah, because everybody was chanting, "We want." More, Matt Moore. Oh, Close to show what I know. Yeah. All right, so I uh, did you do an honorable mention? No, I didn't. I did. I had Dennis Wolf, Cedric McMillan, and Sean Roden. See, yeah, okay, I'll go with both of those two. All of those. So they're like, those. to me, those three are like, they're not the most entertaining guys. Cedric McMillan can be very entertaining, but um, they, they all three of them just have very. Uh, Cedric is my, is my favorite bodybuilder out right now, physique yeah. wise. Yeah, yeah phys- physique wise, they have very appealing physiques to me, right. um, but they're just not fucking. They're just, not. They're not legends yet. Not yet. That's why they could get there. List. But I mean, Fuad and Dusty aren't legends yet. But watching the way Dusty trains, dude, he's so fucking strong and he makes everything look so easy. Yeah, like it's, to me, that fucking hypes me up to see this guy be able to fucking you know row five, six plates, twelve and fifteen dimes. So like my top five list, anyone on that list could. To, could disappear right now and they'd still be a legend. You know what I mean? They have so nothing left to prove. Yeah. 
Um, those other three, though, they're kind of like in the hunt for for legend status. Well, Philly is definitely legend status now. No, no, the other three I said. Oh, including... So Dennis Wolf, Second McMillan, yeah. Sean Roden. So those three are kind of like, they still got a bit of a, a legacy to prove. I love Sean Roden. He's a great dude. Um, Dennis Wolf, one of my all-time favorite bodybuilders, physique-wise. He's a funny dude, too. Have you ever watched his DVD? Dennis Wolf? Yeah. No. It's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. He speaks English good? Then, no, he didn't. No. Because now he's pretty good. Now he's pretty good. He's making his comeback this year, huh? He is. I wonder how he's going to do with the Arnold, man. We'll see. He still looks pretty down in size compared to where he was. It's going to be hard for him to stay next to Cedric, who's got kind of the same physique. You think he's rushing the comeback? Yeah, I think he should have until next year. Yeah. I mean, like... Full that's thought, a yeah. that's a trend I see a lot is people rushing the shit out of their comebacks. Well, it's even like Kevin LeBron, he should have waited. It's it's so weird because it's a sport. It the sport is such a marathon when you think about it, and to rush that's exactly what it is to rush something like that when you've been doing it for twenty years and you know that the shit takes forever. Yeah, is just so. Do you think it's it's to maintain relevance? I think it's that, and I also think it's they think they're. They're all freaks of nature, so their body's going to respond like Yeah, they think they're going to be fine. Yes. They don't realize how much muscle they've lost or whatever. Right. And that sometimes the receptors don't want to react to what they're putting into their body. and It's just old age, too. Age is catching up to people, and it's harder, you know, it's harder to reverse father time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is you can make your muscles as developed as you want. The joints just get worse and worse and worse. Right. And those you know, injuries. I've never just, seen him have an injury. Oh. Dexter. Think about that. I've never. I don't. I can't recall any time where he missed no. a year of competing. Do you know what I heard about him? I heard that he eats like fast food up until like a week before a show. He used to. I don't know if he still does, but that's crazy. He used man. to talk about that. He did like no cardio. He did Damn. like thirty minutes twice a week, and that was like the most cardio he's ever done. <sighs> I think it's different now. Yeah, it's got older, be. but. He looks fucking crazy, though, for the Arnold this year, dude. Sean Roden's a guy that's, like, always top three, always top four. Yep. always Like, he's very underrated in terms of competing. I agree. He's very he's a polished competitor. He knows how to pose. Got great fucking legs. Has he gotten a second place at the Olympia? I think yeah. he has. I think the first year Kai Green didn't do it. He took uh, he took second. Yeah. And yeah, then was... he's so untalked about. Like, the younger guys, I never hear them talking about him. It's because he does the Olympia, and that's it. Yeah. Usually. I mean, he's doing the Arnold this year, so that should be good. Oh, is he? It's a pretty stacked Arnold. We'll talk about, about that yeah. on our, our Arnold episode. But. Cedric McMillan, what's he up to? He's doing the Arnold? Yep. To me, who's going to beat him? Remember I picked him on the weekly? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's somebody to me that's never... Uh, he's never reached his full potential. Never peaked properly. Right. The only time I say he would peak properly is when he turned pro at the Nationals in 2011, I think Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is he coach-hopping, or is he just getting stressed out? Or, remember that whole thing where he was in Brazil, and he was late to the athlete meeting? Yeah. And they told him, like, four times that he could and couldn't compete? Yeah. So they were like, you're not doing the show. Go home. And he, he like, ate a cheat meal. And then they were like, hold on. You can do it. And then they were like, hold on. Now you can't. And he was just like, bro, I'm done, and just yeah. like left. That was that was such a fucking mess. That was Arnold Brazil too. And it, ugh, I don't know why. Why do you think they did that? I don't know. There's some weird. There's some sketchy. Be more story. Yeah, there's some sketchy with that story. I don't feel like somebody of his caliber would they would just do that too. Yeah, missing an athlete meeting. Right. You ever been in an athlete meeting? It's yeah. pointless it's shit. It's ever. so fucking boring, dude. And even at the pro level, it's like these guys are doing it for so long. Fucking, what are they going to tell them? Yeah. 
That's what I mean. They all have like handlers anyways. They have like so many expediters like holding their hands pretty much, dragging them on stage. Right. It's What do you need a fucking athlete meeting for? At this point, can you just email somebody? I know. That's my thing. All right, so let's move on to our poll. Yeah, which was sex capades in the public, right? Yes. So what is a sex capade in the public? 66% said been there, done that, and 34% said fuck no. Well, what is it for the two people listening that don't know what the hell we're talking about? How the fuck do they know what the fuck is it? Basically, we're talking about having sex in public. Very simple. I've done it. Dave's done it. Not with each other, but... Is it voyeurism or is it convenience? I'd say it's a little bit of both. Because to me, it was always like, if I ever had the choice, it's my bedroom, 9, nine out of 10. Or well, my bedroom, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. I don't see any need to ever have sex in public. Well, if you're in, if you're in the heat of the moment, come on. Even then, I'm just, she's oh, in the heat of the moment. I don't want to worry about like somebody walking in over or like a fucking animal coming and licking my ass. Like, that was my, one of my biggest Like a fucking yeah. twig biggest getting shoved up my pee hole. Like, there's just no need to have sex in public. What the fuck are you having sex? Out in the middle of the woods somewhere? I don't know. It's like, I think sex in public. I think of, like, fucking the jungle. I don't know. <laughs> you mean fucking Amazon? I don't know. Jumanji? But it's like, I don't get why. I mean, it's weird I'm saying that because I've done it, but it's like... Because it's the heat of the moment kind of thing. To me, it was like... The, the only place I've ever really done it is the beach because I live by the beach. Yeah. And when I was younger, it was like, you know, you can't bring girls home. You just bring them to the beach. You bang them out in the sand. Yeah. And you get sand everywhere and shit oh, like you, that, too. You bring a towel. No, I know. But still, you start going to town, And you man. just, like, well, I always had this, like, to me, my technique was, you know, I would be like, let's go swimming. Oh, we didn't bring bathing suits. Oh, we're naked. Oh, it's cold. Come cuddle. And then next thing you know, bing, bang, boom. You know? Yeah. But it's like. Boom. There's no need to – yeah, just that quick too. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. See you later. Um, it's like there's no reason to, to have sex in public. There, there's no reason for it. Like some people get off to that shit. They're like, oh, fuck me on the golf course. And I'm just like, what? Why? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, can we that just – That is true though. No. Can people we just – like that. <sighs> fuck me in the, the fitting room at Marshall's or some shit like that. Yeah. See, I, I hate like – Stick your finger in my butt. I don't like worrying about getting caught and all that stuff. Like to me, it's just so unappealing. I agree. I mean – now that I'm older, I'm not, it's not really my thing. So it's is it 60, 64 percent? 66 to 34%. So you would be in that – did you vote? Yeah, I voted. Did you vote and been there done that? Yeah. Okay. So it's like would a car count? Yeah, if you're out in public. Like if you're like park, parked at like a fucking Sonic and you're banging around. You're getting roadhead? I don't, yeah, does that count? Nah, that's pretty like private to me. Really, even though you're like driving down like if you're, street, I think if you're past, no, I think if you're on the road. highway getting roadhead, doesn't count. Not say that with me or anything, but if you're if you're driving through like a little village and there's like you're going like ten miles an hour, you stopped at a red light. What if you're driving to Walmart and you're you driving to Walmart or from Walmart? Either one, and then there's people that I could see into your car. Yeah, that's pretty public. Just give them a thumbs up. Just say she lost her earring. <laughs> like, what else are you gonna say? No, I don't recommend getting roadhead because you got to pull over to the side to, to finish well, that one. See, here's, here's what's wrong accidents. with roadhead. What happens if you hit a speed bump and her jaw shuts? Oof, what happens if that. you get in a car accident Yeah. and she fucking bites your wiener off? <laughs> a little pee-pee in her mouth? Yeah, what the fuck? Ding, ding. I never even thought about any of that, dude. 
It's the here the moment kind of thing. You don't think about that kind of shit. I would. I'm a very logical yeah, you are. sex thinker. You are. Uh, just just skip over this one. Do something, do something better. We did something for the poll, so that was it. Do you know what was a very weird uh, sex request I got one time? Was uh, me and a partner. Um, she was like, can we spice things up? I was like, what would you have in mind? She's like, I want to go to a casino separately. Like, we both drive our own cars. We meet at a bar. We pretend we don't know each other. We talk. That's the shit married and couples then, doing. And then, we, and then she's like, then you buy a hotel room. We have a one-night stand. And then you leave me there. And then we meet up the next day and pretend it never happened. And I'm like, yo, can you please think of a sex fantasy that does not, like, declare war on my fucking wallet? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what it costs to buy a hotel room at a casino, like, that minute? Like, it's like fucking 700 bucks. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. like, first of all, we're taking the shuttle to the Motel 6, then we're doing it there. I ain't buying you fucking drinks. We're going halvesies. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what the Still fuck? Stealing other people's drinks. She's like, she's like, I thought you were down for whatever. I'm like, that's so expensive. That's so time consuming. That's so lame, though. That's I'm like, like, can't we just act it out in your living room? You ever like, watch fucking Modern Family? That's what they do. Really? Like husband and uh, wife, the whole see, episode, that's what they do. I could never do anything sexually that would involve me acting, because, I mean, like, Maybe if it sucks, you could do anything like sexually if it had you spending money. Yeah, but it's like to me, it's like even role playing. It's like I'm not gonna pretend I'm a like I had another girl. She wanted me to pretend I was a cop pulling her over one time. I'm like, what? We're gonna do this shit on 95? Like, what are you? What are you talking about? Like uh, to me, I imagine like holding like a couch pillow as a steering wheel <laughs> and like driving it around, and be like, oh, officer, like I didn't realize how fast I was going. I'm like, I can't take that shit seriously. No. Like. Ugh, oh, I hate it. I hate having to, like, I hate acting. Like, it's yeah, it's weird. Like, why do you... Why can't you just be in the mood? Like, without any of this... I'm like, is their sex life this bad? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, do we need to just go to couples therapy? Like, what is this shit? <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on to something important. All right. Let's talk about the new shirts we got coming out. Yes. Are they here today? Are they here yet? I, I don't know. Are they here yet? We should talk to Andy about yeah, that, right? Yeah, they might be here. Nah. Maybe. It's been, so? it's been a week. Why not? It's been a week. We always get them at like 4.59, so who knows? It would have been nice to have the day for, you know, me at Monday, but whatever. Yeah, I was hoping to train one today. Hey, I was hoping to do a giveaway today for me. We'll still do a one. giveaway. Yeah, but I don't want to have the new one. Yeah, we'll do one tomorrow. I'm doing the Total War giveaway today. Yeah, on Snapchat. So if you're listening, go to Snapchat right now. All right, so new, Only today, though, new tank tops. January, what's the date? 22nd? Um, yeah, yeah, 22nd. 22nd. It's not valid tomorrow. Only the 22nd. So new tank tops coming out. We have five items total. So we're bringing back two items that sold very well as T-shirts, and we're redoing them as men's and women's tank tops. Because you guys like them so much. Well, so, we got really good feedback on exactly. Instagram. Exactly. So that's the Pornhub one and the Meathead one. So that's going to be in a men's and women's. Meathead DMC. Then we have Parody. a fifth uh, T-shirt that you'll see the design for. You if can you, tell. you can tell. Headphones on, mouth off. But go look to But there's like a cool design to it. Yeah, too. so go check our Instagram story because we'll upload it right after this. Middle-aged Lawrence uh, made them for us. <laughs> well, he's not going to call young Lawrence anymore? No, he's not young anymore to me. He's leaving us. I, yeah, he Now is. he's middle-aged Lawrence. Sucks. Lawrence was like one of our biggest supporters. I know. I'm going to miss him, man. I know. He's a good dude. Lawrence, we love you. So if you're listening. Monday, I'm just kidding. You can, be, you can be young Lawrence still. He still looks young as fuck. So. I know. He does. Which is a good thing. But, so yeah, make sure... To cop those when they come out. We've got very limited, limited supplies. Yes, so get them while they're hot. Use the code MEHEAD20. Save 20% on those t-shirts. I really got a piece. You got to wrap this up. I really got a piece too, so we're out. All right, peace.